versus me versus me versus me versus me coming for you I notice he knows this. The throne is my focus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My foe is the closest. My foe is the closest. Bro. Hey, that was that right there. When many he said that, my foe is the closest. Yeah, that was our boy uh, Taylor Gray. Swoop was on there. I think it's one other person. I don't remember who it was, but what's happening, y'all? Christmas edition. Yes, yes. <laughs> Big husky dude over there. <laughs> I know we late, man. We supposed to kick one out to y'all at 15. We apologize once again. Just, man, life, man. Life life happens, bro. So, but we here. It's your boy, the sick one. And the OSG. Man, it's just crazy. We, we, uh, we're so thankful to be able to even have an opportunity to do this podcast, man. Just because America affords us the opportunity to do things that we want to do. You know, where other places don't have that. And, Many times we often sit back and don't take advantage of the the luxuries that America has to offer or we make excuses all the time. So we just happen to be here, man. Again, our podcast is Two Brothers in the Bible. Um, our ministry is 148. You can hit us up at 1-O-N-E, number 4, 8 E-I-G-H-T, uh, 2020 at gmail.com. 148 2020 at gmail.com we're also on facebook at 148 hit us up check out our page um we know we need to do better we're gonna drop some more videos some different things um and make sure uh, that we uh we ready to go so um you know what i mean we gonna get it together man this dude keep touching stuff messing stuff up so i don't know why he he always doing that bro always doing that bro oh which just type it in, man. Type it in. See, see, technology and old school cats, man. They just don't work, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? He over here. He over here. Just set it down, bro. Set it down. If it goes dark, then. No, no. Just leave it alone. Leave it. We got 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 it. So, now nah, we was over here just chopping it up, man. Um, in this holiday season. Um, y'all just first, man. Just COVID's real, bro. Um, I know a lot of people close to me. Um, have been touched either personally or like directly by their family members by COVID. People are dying. So like, yo, it's real, man. So just don't, don't think it's some lie, some made up thing because it, it could be a plot of the government. It could be a plot. We don't know, man, but what we do know, it's killing people. ASAP. Period. You know what I mean? So whether it's a alien invasion, whether it's a made up virus in a lab, it doesn't matter. It's killing people. That's what matters. So do what you got to do to protect yourselves. And just, man, stay on the up and up, for real. Yeah, yeah. Real, man. But uh, we was just chopping it up, man. Just talking about, um, like, just around, like, our testimony and just sharing our faith. Um, that's where the, the conversation started because, we, you know, people, we often hear people say, yeah, I had an opportunity to share my faith with somebody today. What does that look like? What's sharing your faith, man? That's the question I asked. What is sharing your faith? Mm, yeah. And it was um it was very insightful. What was insightful? <laughs> you talking about it was very insightful. I was about to I was about to say oh. I was about to say, yeah, I was gonna follow up, Mike. I was oh, gonna like, it out you there. said it was very insightful. Like, it was, it was insightful because like, yeah. like 
I thought like that was sharing my faith is just saying like, you know, hey, you know, Jesus died for my sins, but my faith is in my testimony. Yeah. What what have Jesus done for me? What did he bring you through? Because like if I were to share with that lady like, hey, like I, I deal with mental illness. God is bringing me through this. I dealt with this. I dealt with that. And never know what that lady could have been dealing with in that, in that particular moment. Who? Uh, I know I kind of stumbled. <laughs> that. Aha! I, I was hoping you didn't catch that. That lady better be there. Right. Hey, 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 I'm about to start. <laughs> I'm, about to go, I'm about to go apostolic up in here. Speaking in some type of tongues. Oh, man. Interesting man, because um, you know one of our our uh, the chapter we're in Romans um, thirteen today. It just reminds me of the truth in what the dis- disciples did. Right, we we hear you know it's always about this. I disobey the government, obey the government. That's kind of what thirteen talks about, and we'll we'll dive into that. But I think one interesting thing that reminds me of that is that. To share your faith comes at a cost, right? And I don't think, well, actually, I think that's the reason why we don't really share our faith because faith is it's the action of something, right? It's faith is people can be able, people will be able to see your faith in action, right? And then the ultimate solidification of our faith is being able to say, man, why are you different, man? I believe in Jesus and he's the one that guides me. And they're going to be able to say, man, Jesus did all that for you? Jesus brought you? That was Jesus, right? So it's like that's what allows people to really understand and understand the totality of Jesus is when we share our faith. Because in 13, it talks about how should we disobey the government, right? If the government's wrong, mm-hmm. should we disobey the government, right? And even thinking about, uh, I remember a couple years back when the whole... Um, Thing about LGBTQ was was going on uh, with should we serve them should we not serve you know somebody comes in uh, the marriage license thing when yeah the one lady yeah, yeah she was she was she worked for the government and she was in the office she was like the supervisor whatever she was um, but she was in charge of handing out marriage certificates right yeah. so the law passed so they could get married they had equal rights this couple walks in and she's like I don't believe that. Gay marriage is 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 um, appropriate, so she refused to give them a marriage license. Mm-hmm. And so the question was like, was she right for that? Was she wrong for that? There was a whole bunch of debate back and forth, and you know, the 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 point of that was, is that you took a job for the government. Mm-hmm. So the option for you is to either say, I quit my job. I don't believe in what you guys are doing once the law passed because you're working for a government who has no moral code so you willingly took a job you knew what you were getting into when you signed the dotted line to accept the job and they're paying you money to do the job they hired you to do they didn't pay they're not paying you all that money to be like hey I want your moral conscience on this job no it says here's the job description you stamp sign off and then go right make sure things are legal they got the right documentation they pay their money that's what you're paid to do. So in that moment, whether your moral code says yay or your moral code says no, 
it doesn't matter in that moment for you to stand in that spot. But what it does say is that you have a choice. Hey, I don't agree with this new law that came out. As a government employee, I've kind of hit my limit, so I need to go ahead and resign. But see, that comes at a cost because you start losing that cush job where you're making hundreds of thousands of dollars. All of a sudden, it's like, eh, I don't want to quit this. But because we have been so spoiled in America, right, where we have these luxuries to where we can, you know, freedom of speech and we can say we want a job and all that stuff happens, right? So I'm sitting here thinking, I'm trying to think of a scenario. Let's say I'm working in a department store, right? Okay. And, uh... A uh, homosexual guy come past and he want to buy a dress. Do I not sell him the dress? No. I work in a department store. He Whatever comes through that line, he, he gets what he buys. He's a consumer. He's right, exactly. Right. So, And that's what I'm saying. We live in a world where consumers come for products and, and the exchange of money happens, which gives you the ownership of whatever product, right? So, in this case, the law passed where they can get married. And yeah. so, but that's where, when I'm thinking about it, they it try comes to make her out as a martyr and everything. Like, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, you have every, that's where society gets to play in their games and all these political things. But again, it's, it's you have a choice, right? Sharing your faith comes at a cost. We saw that with Stephen, mm-hmm. right? We saw it with the disciples, right? The disciples never disobeyed the government until they were asked to disobey their God, right? We saw that with Daniel, right? Daniel, Daniel, they all obeyed the law, right? Even when they were in there, they they asked the guy, said, "Hey, look." I know you're supposed to serve us a food. Let's do a test. Before. I don't want, because he's like, the guard was like, man, if you don't eat this food and y'all come out looking crazy, I'm going I'm to die. And so Daniel said, okay, cool, let's do a test. Give us vet fruits and vegetables for the next three days. And if we don't look healthy as the guys are eating meat, then we'll go back to eating your king's food, right? Three days? I don't know how, it might have been more days uh, than that. Yeah, it was three, more than three weeks, something like that. Yeah, because that's where they get that Daniel's fast from. Yeah, yeah, it's probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was we definitely more than three. We can do three days, we can do that right now. Because <laughs> them, boys, right, them boys was fit. Yeah, three days is probably real easy. So it was probably like three weeks, right? Something, yeah. something like that. But you know what I mean? And so he came back and, and they were fit, right? And so he was like, cool. But it didn't disobey the law, right? And even when. That the decree was signed that said, Daniel, you know, everybody has to bow down and worship me, right? And all of a sudden, the three men tricked the king into doing that. And it's like, oh, king, king, we just saw Daniel up there praying. And so they were trying to get Daniel to stop praying. But he's like, in that moment, that's when you disobey, right? The law is because it's telling you to disobey God's law. Nothing, anything that tells you to disobey God's law is when you draw the line. Yeah. But that comes at a cost, right? Because Daniel had to go where? Lions Den. He's in the lion's den. Daniel didn't know if he was going to make it out or not. Nah. Right? The three Hebrew boys, did they know they was going to make it out? No. Nope. They had no idea. They was going in prepared to die. They, and they said it to the king. They said it before they went in. They said, we, says, they said, our God has the ability to save us. They didn't say our God will save us. But said, let it be known whether we live or die, we never worshiped the king. We worshiped the God above. And so as they went into the fire, Right now, Jesus will walk around with them. But it comes at a cost. We saw that. And again, those are two examples where they came out of it, right? But there's plenty of examples where they didn't. We saw that in the disciples, right? The disciples disobeyed the government and didn't. It wasn't cheap. I mean, these dudes were, they were threatened. They were beaten. They were thrown in jail, tortured, executed for their convictions. Tiki torches. Don't forget about that. Yeah, I mean, Christians were being put up, you know what I mean, impaled. Um, Nero was one. So... You know, Peter was crucified upside down. So, like, they paid the cost in this world for sharing their faith. 
And the reason I say that is because I think that's where we have to be careful when we say I'm sharing my faith. And so the question is, you know, what does sharing your faith look like, right? And so, because it comes at a cost, right? Now, in that situation you just explained uh, earlier about the lady at work, you could have told her your truth, your your, your statement, your, your your testimony, but the cost would have been people would look at you differently. Oh, my God, you might get labeled. Oh, this dude's got mental health. This dude was in here. You were in where? Oh, my God. And then you could lose your job. People might ostracize you. They might not ever hire you again. And so what do we do? We take the safe route. Right? And I, and I, and I know, too, it's just, I'm just as guilty, right? And so it's, but in this season, I've been, it's been hitting me more and more. And I made a post about it. Like, like it's me. The song we're playing is me versus me. Like, I'm my, I'm my worst enemy. You know what I mean? And I got to go at myself because that's the... That's the that's I'm my closest foe. My closest foe. And that's who God that's who God's asking us to die to. Die to ourselves. Because only when you die to yourself can you truly be in a situation like the disciples, like Stephen, like Daniel, like the Hebrew boys, to where you're okay with what happens because you know that your faith will see you through. It doesn't mean you won't live. It just means it's gonna see you through to salvation. Right? You could die. Stephen didn't make it out, but he made it out. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Because he said, as soon as he was sitting there, what do you say happened? Uh, he saw the heavens open. He saw the heavens open up, and they threw that rock. Crack. Split. Just, just, just think about that. Like, you, you, you sitting there, you see these boulders coming at you. Your, your first reaction is to try to duck, but you can't. Like they're just hitting you, and you just, you just eating them. Every one of them. Uh, uh. My prayer would be, this is me being funny. Lord, let the first one take me clean out. <laughs> hey, right. Like, knock, knock me knock, out. Knock first shot. First shot. Just Please. imagine the first one hit me in the chest. Yes. Hit me in the hip. The chin, the lip, the mouth. Like, knock my front teeth out. Okay, bro. Oh, my oh, mouth. Oh, man. You know what I mean? Man. It's crazy, bro. But that's what I'm saying. Like, it comes at a cost. And I think in our world today, as right now, the cost isn't as steep. But in this TikTok... Facebook likes, Instagram likes, Instagram, you know, numbers, YouTube followers. We don't want to be looked upon as anything less. We want to be in the now. We need to be likable. So we don't do anything that's going to cross that bounds because I'm ranked by my followers. I'm ranked by how many people I have, how many friends I have, how many people look at it, right? I've got 700 likes today. You know what I mean? And so. That reminds me, um, I went to a to a specific church and I seen a man walking around doing this. He was taking like counting how many people was in the church. Oh yeah. And I was like, I always used to see yeah. that. They used to just throw me. Because it reminded me of um somebody in the Bible they they took a census when God told them they, they shouldn't have. Oh yeah. Like and it was just yeah. When you see it when you see a numbers that that yeah, just, yeah. That just well, that, that too, right? Churches are known you know, especially the mega churches. You think you talking about Paul Washer and uh, who's the other guy? Um, you were listening to David Wilkinson. David Wilkinson, right? These guys. The reason they're not these hugely popular, famous, million dollar mega churches is because they talk a really hard truth. Yeah. And so you you know you hear about them. You know the same thing with like you know I even hear about Francis Chan who left the big church to go. Yes, Simi you know? Valley. That's where he was at. Yeah. Yeah. Cushion. Cush and left to go to China to go, you know, preach the gospel, and then and you hear about, um, you know, a lot of these other little pastors, but there's and there's plenty of local pastors in your own communities that nobody knows about, but those are the ones preaching the truth, right? And it's not to say that the big churches aren't preaching the truth, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, 
if you got millions of followers, you don't want to ruffle them feathers. You don't want to ruffle them feathers. In order to keep millions of followers, you get you gotta you gotta continually compromise and shift in order to keep those followers. You see the one with where Francis Chan was on stage and he had a bottle. Oh yeah. He was like, Hey, how does this look? How does this look? Yeah. Like, damn. It's crazy, bro. But that but that's what I'm saying, like and that's kind of where, you know, like I think for me, it, you know, coming into the new year, where I've gotten to is that understanding of I, I got a 20, I can't, I don't have time to waste my family, my kids, my friends, my God is standing by and I don't have time to, to I don't have time to, to sit back and be like, oh, well, I'll do it in a minute. And it was funny because the other day we were, you know, we were in a men's group and the one thing that hit me was like, what do I do when I get anxiety or stress or when I don't, you know, and for me, I go to my go-to bag of tricks to make sure I get a quick win, right? And it doesn't matter what that is. It can be a gauntlet of things, right? Whatever I can do to dominate, whether it's education, whether it's, you know, uh, uh, out there in the world with women, it doesn't matter what it is. I go to my bag of tricks to make sure that I get a win. What You know, and it could be, it could be just... Um, Getting an argument with somebody online, right? It could be, it could be anything, right? Mm-hmm. Whatever you do that gets you a quick win, that you know you're—it's one of those things, and it's a thing you know you're going to win it. Mm-hmm. So you wouldn't do nothing, and you're not one hundred percent sure. It's a thing you know you're going to win it, right? Mm-hmm. Whether it's you know somebody's not as smart as you, so you go over there and start an argument with them on purpose, right? Because you know you can outwit them, mm-hmm. so you start an argument with them or start a debate. And you walk away feeling like, yeah, I'm the man, right? Mm-hmm. Whatever the case is. I go to my and so each bag of tricks is unique to the individual person. So mine is unique to me. Yours is unique to you. But it's whatever you do. Some people is, is food. Some people is you know we we know the industry right now. Pornography, right? It's 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 vast. And it's wide. It's alcohol. It's weed. It's drugs. It's 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 cars. It's money. It's success. It's work. It's 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 overindulgence, right? It's all these different things, right? It's anger. It's it's whatever. You know what I mean? But it's your bag of tricks. That you do, that you know you'll get a win on, man. So it's crazy, man. Crazy. Yeah. So I was gonna do an encouraging. I was gonna do a a joke. Okay. But I got something better for for us. If there was one thing you could sit by and see back in biblical days and get the witness, what would it be? And, and when you say the Daniel's lying in the and you start talking about the three the Hebrew boys in the fire, oh, yeah. I started thinking about a lot of different Do you know what I would want to witness? One moment in history would be Noah's Ark. Noah's I would love to just be around and just to experience not only faith and action, this man building this ark for 140 days. Right? What 140? Uh-huh. What was it? It was, a, it was a hundred and something years. I mean, was it years? It was I, years. I'm thinking small this week. You, 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 I'm like, first went three weeks, three, three then I went 140 three days. days. And it's, it's years. <laughs> he was in there for years. They had to rain. For years. I don't know why. I'm just like, just like today, I thought it was like, I'm thinking Christmas is five days. I'm just, I'm off. I'm off this week. And that's just, my mentals ain't right, yeah. right? But yeah, so I mean, think about it. I, I'd want to be in that space. 
and just witness this dude build this ark for 140 years. And I just, just see watch the faces it. of people when it yes. started raining. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, 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 yeah, I mean, that that would have been, that's like the, the culmination, right? But I'm talking about from year one, all like year 25, and just hear the noise and the chaos and hear what people are saying and, and seeing even Noah and how he handled it, right? Like, I would want to know how he handled it. Mm. Whether he had human reactions or not, he made it through. I don't want to be able to just sit back and watch that thing because mm-hmm. I can only imagine. I mean, I know how it is now. When I got in trouble, things happen. I mean, you had people all over the. Oh, yeah, I knew it. Yeah, he's there. He's like, they boy, they kick a nigga when you. Oh, pardon me. Ha ha ha. Pardon, pardon slip. You know, I'm still human. Right. They kick you when you down, bro. Right. That's how I felt, man. That's how I felt. That's how I felt, man. And it was uh, yeah. And I think I've just been reflecting on that, like. Anytime I've gotten in trouble, man, it's like, man, you, you start seeing the people you thought was your boys and your friends, and they just, man, it's like a rocket ship, boy, they going to Mars. Man, mine would be, it's a classic, it's been on TV, it's the part of that Red Sea. Oh, yeah. Just to, to sit there, and yeah, and yeah. that's the thing, I was, I was reading that. That would be crazy. I was reading it, and I was thinking, like, God puts you in the impossible. So when you come out, there's nobody that could take credit for it but him. But him. Yeah, that, that'd that be crazy, bro. To see that, just see the ocean just split like that? That would be... Uh... <laughs> and that water stays up. Like, like it just stays up in the cross. Because, like, I, I'm not, I'm not going to hold you. If I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna cap you, bro. If I'm walking across that on that dry ground, I'm gonna be pissing my pants the whole way. Man, because I'm, I'm thinking like at any moment this thing could just come down. Because think how massive, how high that was. Man, I'm gonna be running as fast as I ain't ever ran, bro. But man, listen, <sighs> hey, get across, get across, get across. Like, hurry, hurry, hurry. Nah, and and you gotta think like it was a whole bunch of them. <laughs> and then yeah. when they got across. They they had the unction, think they was gonna make it across. Cause if I was like, they was being followed by Pharaoh henchmen. Let's put it there we go. Henchmen, yeah, followed yeah. by his henchmen. This is my thing. If I see this water rise up, I'm gonna stop, and I'm be like, you know what? They can go ahead. Well, you know, if you think about it, like some of the henchmen did, but it, it got to the point where he came in was like, no, nah, y'all better go, because oh, yeah. it was like you either gonna die by the water collapse on you, or oh. you come back here and I'm gonna kill you. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's because some of them did. Like, I, I, you know, you just think about that time frame. Like, you didn't disobey Pharaoh. You didn't disobey the king because if you did, that meant treason and his death. Right. So you either gonna die by my sword when you got back here, or you gonna die over there. So it's better. It was honorable to die in battle. So it's like even though they were scared, I'd much rather take my risk this way than going back and having to deal with that. Yeah. Because that would probably be worse. He might torture you for five, six days. You know what I mean? They are take your family out. Yeah, that too. Put you in the guillotine or something. I mean, they just... Whatever. You know what I mean? Was, Pull you... Stretch you out on horses. They was notorious. Hey, it was crazy. <laughs> it was crazy. So, but yeah, that's... that. That's a good question. That's... Yeah, I would love to see that. Like, I know... Of course, you know, everybody... I want to see Jesus, man. But shh, we don't see him anyway. Hey, hey, real quick. Sidebar. So, I heard, I heard somebody... A pastor, somebody said... Probably yeah. was Francis Chan. Somebody. Anyway, they said... Like, Lazarus got rose from the dead, right? Yeah. What do you tell a man that rose from the dead? What, you gonna kill me? Okay, they done that already. 
Like, <laughs> been there. I mean, right, right. Been and, done that. And I, when I heard that, man, I, I, I belly laughed like it wasn't nothing, boy. <laughs> yeah, cool. Was been there. Appreciate you. He's like, yeah, I've, I've been there. Like, been there. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's crazy, though, man. But, no, really just, um, you know, it's this Christmas holiday, man, comes around. I want, I just want to tell everybody, and we want to share with everybody, like, man, love your family. Um, yeah. You know, that's the greatest commandment. Everything else, this is a journey, and it's not meant to be easy. Um, or alone. Do it alone. Yeah, or alone. alone. It's ain't Rambo. Right. And, and it's going to be hard. It's going to be a struggle. Um, don't let the bad days be the reason that you quit, right? Because it's not about being knocked down. It's about the will and the willingness to get back up. No matter how many times you fall, can you get up? That's that's where God is. That's where that's where God's your cheerleader because he's like, no, get up. He don't care about you getting knocked down because that's why he sent Jesus for all the knockdowns you're going to suffer in your life. That's why his son came in the flesh, born in the flesh, born through the flesh of a woman, walked in the flesh, died in the flesh, went to hell and rose again in the flesh because he died for all the knockdowns that you would suffer in your particular life, right? So in all of our lives, Jesus is dying for the knockdowns, but they're rooting for, get up. They're rooting for you to get up, stand up and not get dismayed or discouraged by that knockdown and keep grinding, right? Sometimes we get so stuck in, Man, I got knocked down. I keep falling. I keep getting knocked down. God don't care about that. It's are you gonna get back up and walk differently? All right. It's about get up. You are gonna live a life of repentance? Yeah. Get up. Right. Repent. Are you fighting? Because if you get up, that means you you willing to do something. You willing to try a different yeah. way. And you may fall again, but it's it's that it's that intestinal fortitude that just grinds you and gears you up, and it just allows you to just. Man, go after it, man. And be like, man, I don't care what happens, bro. I'm not going to quit, man. I'm never going to get up, man. Even though I'm getting knocked down, I'm getting slapped, man. Tyson can hit me. I'm, yeah, I'm getting back up. You're going to get up. You said I'll never get up. Huh? Did I? Yeah. <laughs> you messing up today, bro. <laughs> hey, I was like, what? Never get up, bro. <laughs> right. You're going to get up. <laughs> Scratch, rewind. <laughs> right. Reverse. Remix. <laughs> no, I'm never going to stay down. There we go. That's what I wanted to say, right? <laughs> Never stay down, and you just got to continue to grind, man. You just got to continue to to rise. And I just think, I don't know, I just, it's just, I told you, man, my head's like in the clouds, bro, because I'm just like, that realization, man, hit me with that piece of, my my enemy is me. Like, for the longest, you always say, I'm fighting the enemy, the devil's the enemy, this, this, and that, but the devil ain't doing nothing because he's already been bound. Yeah. All you doing is whispering to society, but... It's the man that I created in the world before I knew Christ that is the thorn in my side and the person I have to battle with every day to keep suppressed, mm. right? And so every day I wake up, I'm walking with two people and I've got to continue to fight that person, which is the spirit versus the flesh, right? Because God renewed me in the spirit, but I have to go on a journey in order for him to bring out the impurities in my flesh in order for me to see them things. So therefore, he can scrape them off and begin to purify me. But I don't know if you know anything about that process or if you ever seen somebody go through some that stuff is not it's not fun to have your stuff thrown in your face. No, it's not. And you have to deal with it. In the world that could condemn you, that could shun you, that could out cause you to outcast, ostracize you. 
that's not easy to do, man. You know what I'm saying? Bro. So, it's crazy, bro. Yeah. Man. That's crazy, man. 2020, man. We're on the brink. Yeah. It's about to be over, man. But, it's about to begin, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy, bro. It's funny that you said, it's funny that you said that, like, because I, it, it's, it's been like that since we've been living life together. It's like, you'll be over here connecting with God, and then I'll be connecting with God. Then we come together, and we'll be thinking about the very same thing. Like, 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 man, I was thinking about, like, 2021. Like, like when you sent me that, that video, yeah, I was like, man, yeah, yeah. I was like, it's game time, man. It's like, game time. It's time to, like, be men that, 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 that be doers of, your, of his word. And stop procrastinating, man. And like, yeah, 2021, yeah. man. And that's why I said, like, for me, 2021, man, I, I, it's 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 the battle between me, me versus me. Yeah, that song is perfect, too. It is. And like, I'm, it's scary. That's probably why I'm all messed up because this battle is not going to be easy. It's not going to be fun. And I don't know what's going to, I don't know what's going to happen. Right, right. It's yeah. the it's the true unknown, and because you're dying to something that's carried you to this far, whether it's been good or bad, it's gotten you to this point, right? And that's why you see so many relying on these different doctrines, these different ways, and opportunities. Just everybody's got their own sense, but it's like if, if you don't have peace, then it ain't right, right? right. And, and and it's crazy, man. But yeah, yeah. Very remind me of. I I give you the peace that the world not not the, that the world give. Yeah. That's the peace I want. I want that peace that God gives. And like even like that, it takes. It's and like like when I was I was reading, it's just like we talk about things. It's like like um what scripture was that? It was talking about um. Uh, I can't think of what it was. But it it, 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 it said something like uh, um, mentioned a flower or something, and it was just like the process that it takes to grow a flower or something. And like, like God always talks about this. This walk is a process, man. It is, man. And it, it's like I think that's the piece that we often don't recognize, right? And we'll we'll we'll, we'll jump in quickly to Romans thirteen for y'all, but. This is just today is just one of those days where we just want to. I think we just both are like we're just reflecting, man. Twenty twenty is coming to the end. Christmas is coming up, which is reminds us of why Jesus did what he did, right? And that process, that journey. That's I think that's the journey that, which is why it says that the road to the narrow gate is hardly traveled, yeah, and very few find it, right? Because because that road requires. A, an intensive, excruciating amount of self-reflection and intrinsic pruning and vulnerability and honesty in order for you to go on a journey. Because as you go through that, because if you're walking with Christ, he is going to bring out every single bad thing. The rich on rules is a perfect example. Hey, great, brother. Go sell all your stuff. Hit him hard. And then come back. He hit him because hard. he knew his heart. Because he says... I want you, and so I'm gonna, and so he's going to identify the thing that's keeping you from you. And he's gonna dive in and say, okay, then go get rid of you. 
That's basically what he said. If you can go get rid of you, you come here and I'll give you you. <laughs> what? And then Richard Lewis said, I'm good. I'm good on you. He said, I'm good to Jesus. He was standing in front of Jesus and said, I'm good because the me in the world is more important than the me you think I should be. Mm. And this is really the, I didn't even think I should be. This is the, 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 the me that Jesus knows we're supposed to be. But the me in the world means more. And that's a hard walk. So I mean, if a rich young ruler couldn't do it, and we live in America, we have a whole bunch of wealth. And they saw Jesus, though, face to face. That's like tangible Jesus. Reach like, out and touch. touch. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Right. Like you, like, and if you didn't believe, like, man. And But the thing about it was this guy, this rich young ruler, he was knowledgeable. So he knew all about, so it wasn't like he was oblivious who Jesus was. He knew Jesus. He knew what he was doing, what he was capable of, who he was. He knew everything about Jesus, why he came to him, says, I want to be with you. But then when it came to me, the cost was too high. Remember I said, share your, it comes at a cost. The cost is too high, right? And so that's the thing about like That journey comes at a cost, man. And that's, and I'm realizing, but this is what we don't hear in some of these, it's, it's, you don't hear this in the feel-good messages, right? This hard topic of, hey, there's a narrow path that few of us will find because you really got to do the work. You can come here every day. You can praise. You can celebrate. Do all the things you want to do. Read scripture. But if you ain't going on that journey, if you ain't on that journey where he's, man, he's giving you gut shots and he's bringing this stuff out, man. And, and again, you can sit there and you can convince the world, but God knows the heart because he says, I weigh the heart. What do he say in Proverbs 21? It says every man's way is right in his own eye, but I weigh the heart. Right? Mm -hmm. He weighs the heart. It's a heart issue, so he you can't fool him. But I but what I do know is because going through is if you're in that position, man, it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good. But in that moment, bro, you you man. in the best company ever, man. Because like it ain't it ain't, it ain't gonna feel good at all. Because you just you get hit like you said, gut shot, kidney shot. Like, yeah, it's like George Foreman just you, you just sit, you know, like it's like your hands are tied to the ceiling. George Foreman just going, hey, yeah, yeah, hey, he's eating them. That's all you can do. You can't block them. Ain't nothing you can do about to throw up last year's dinner. <laughs> you just, right. just man, because because like the 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 best one of my favorite scriptures. I've become one of favorite of many. Oh, wretched man that I am, who would deliver me from this dead bones, this man, body of this dead bones. That's um, funny because well, you've been on that, right? I've been on Psalm 51, yeah. right? My sin is before me. My transgressions are, and it's my, my sin is constantly before me, right? I've sinned against you and only you have I sinned against, right? Psalm 51 is a, is a sinner's prayer. Like, it's not a coincidence that we were led to these things toward the end of this in the season that we're in this space where we're getting challenged. Because... The challenge sucks, right? Every, every time you've been challenged, and we just like, man, bump that, right? You get mad, yes. you get frustrated. Yes. How many times somebody challenges you, man? You be like, man, who you talking to, bro? Yeah. You must be talking to somebody else, man. I'm good, man. I'm a Christian, bro. Don't you know I, I, I got baptized, and I go to church, right? So when you get offended, that's when you know yeah. somebody don't hit that button. They got to the real part of it. They got to the root of it because every other time is cool, but as soon as somebody, what? Ah, bro, you can't. There we go. Wait a minute. Yeah. yeah. Oh, here I it is. Something. But see, that's what Jesus does. Yeah. And we saw it in all the examples in the Bible, right? 
He said, he said, you, he said, yeah, I know you married, but you, the husband you with, you ain't even with him. Hey, he did that suave. <laughs> suave, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? So, and that's the thing about it, right? Like, you know what I mean? He, 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 he knows, right? Hold on. And so, even with uh, the, the courtyard, right? He was like, man, who left here? The castle starts slumping. You no. without seeing castle. Yeah, slumping. but he has a lady. He has a the woman say, "Who's here left to judge you?" She said, "No one." He was like, "Well, good. Then go." He said, "Neither do I. Go sin, no more." He didn't have to tell her what the sin was. He just said, "Go." I mean, hit him in the, right there. Mm-hmm. Right? It's crazy, man. So, man. But yeah, yeah. So you know, we'll, we can talk all day, man. But look, Romans thirteen. What brick is this, bro? This is the 45th break. 45th break, which means like there's Christ is the chief cornerstone, and there are 66 books in the Bible. The 45th book is Romans, so I call it the 45th break. I call it the 45th break. And we are on chapter 13. Chapter 13. Yeah. Now, go ahead. Yeah, we won't be too long. Nah, I'm just going to say, I guess. We definitely. Chopped it up. Yeah, I got a couple points I'm gonna make. But so this, again, we always suggest um, read, read. I know something. Again, I guarantee you, if you look at your time in your life and things are going crazy, I guarantee you because you're not reading enough. I can I can identify every time I like when I'm off kilter. I just look back. I just first thing I do is look back at my reading habits. Have I been reading lately? Not like I should, right? And I'm off. Mm. I'm off, right? But this chapter talks about. The very subject we were talking about earlier about government, right? Should you obey the government? How do you know when to overthrow government? This, this, and that. But you can't, again, we talked about you can't, if somebody's paying you to do something, the option you have is to quit, right? Yeah. That means you need to leave your lifestyle. But you can't you can't raise a coup if somebody's paying you $100,000. Well, I don't like what you're doing. Did I, pay you? I didn't pay you to like what I'm doing. I paid you to do what I asked you to do. What's written on that paper, you do it, right? So, and it says basically like you never disobey the law unless they're asking you to disobey God's law, right? Um, even, you know, six, right? It says, for because of this, you also pay taxes to for rulers and servants of God, devoting themselves to this very thing. Render to all what is due them, tax to whom taxes due, custom to whom custom, fear to whom fear, honor to whom honor. Verse eight, owe nothing to anyone except to love one another, for he who loves his neighbor has fulfilled the law. That's the law. That's what he wants you to do. That's what they want you to, to fulfill. That's what they want you to be able to do, right? Is fulfill that law. And so that's, you know, that that's key. And then what 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 you, what you got, OG? Because the last one I have is in the very last verse. So I'll let you um, bring us to that point. So I, I got in here. It's similar to what you just read, but it was... It was Romans 13, 3 through 4. It says, For rulers are not the terror to to for the rulers are not the terror to good works, but to evil. Do you do you want to be unafraid of the authority? Do what is good, and you will have praise from the same. For he is God's minister to you for good. But if you do evil, be afraid. For he does not bear the sword in vain, for he has, for he is God's minister and avenger to execute wrath on him who practices evil. And um, I put like in my notes, 
I like here God states there is no need to be afraid if you abide by the law of the land. He quotes, Do you want to be unafraid of the authority? Do, uh, do, do what is good and you will have praise from the same. For he is God's minister to you for good. But if you do evil, be afraid. For he does not bear the sword in vain. For he is God's minister and avenger to execute wrath on him who practices evil. And then I put on for all the unjust killings and the um, beef between civilians and others. We must learn, leave room for God to bring about punishment. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy, man. Because it's like, and then it's like, it's that word practices evil. That word practices evil. Yeah, like it's a, you make when you practice something, you you doing it constantly. And I think about practice too is it's it's, it's when we talk about like if you do something wrong, you no longer feel shame for it, right? You have no guilt. You have no. That's when I'm. That's the bad place to be because I no longer feel like I did anything wrong. That's when I f practice evil, mm -hmm. right? Because I'm cool with it. I'm good with it, right? Right. And so it's not saying you don't mess up, but you feel bad when you do it, right? And so, yeah, it, it's crazy. So the last thing I'll say um, is is 12 to 14, where it talks about the night is almost gone and the day is near. Therefore, let us lay aside the deeds of darkness and put on the armor of light, right? So the night represents the present evil times, mm -hmm. right? And it says the night is almost gone. This this time we live in is almost gone. Whether you want to believe it or not, whether you think it's true or not, this time is almost gone, right? And so then it says the day is near, right? And the day represents the time of Christ's return, right? The day is near. He's coming back soon. Yeah. We don't know when and we don't want to be caught off guard, but it, and then it goes into, you know, 13 it says, let us behave properly as in the day, not in carousing and drunkenness, not in sexual promiscuity and sensuality, not in strife and jealousy. Right. So you see Paul illustrating. He gives you some of the easiest ones we all identify, because how many times we hear this in today's world? Oh, well, at least I'm not, I'm not doing that. Or we see somebody else saying, oh, my God, they are horrible people as if we're not sinning. Yeah. But we, we've somehow we've. We've decided that a my sin, yeah, my sin is not as bad as your sin. Oh, well, as long as I'm not doing that sexual promiscuity and, and and murder, then I'm then I'm living okay. But that's why he adds strife and jealousy in there. He takes something so minuscule and puts it with something so gross, grossly the obvious of what sin is. Right when he talks about sexual promiscuity, drunkenness, carousing, and sensuality, then he says not in strife. Jealousy, right? I'm jealous of this TikTok, all these different things that make you want to wish to be somebody else, mm. right? All these uh, uh, social media platforms make you see other people and want what they got, right? Then you have jealousy or the strife that you have with your neighbors, the strife that you have with other people, the strife that you have with with friends or whatever the case might be, right? And then the last piece is on 14. But put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh. In regard to its lust, right? So don't open, don't give, don't give a key to the door of lust. So therefore, it has an opportunity to walk in. Yeah. Right. Don't open the door for it. We we do that. We make room for it yeah. to open all the time. We you know. know it's, we, we know it's behind it. It kind of kind of reminds me of um, that scene in the Matrix where 
Morpheus was in a limousine with Neo, and Morpheus was in his limousine with Neo, and, he, and Neo opened that door, and it was a dark road. He said, now you know where that road takes you. Yeah. And it's like, we know where that road's gonna take us. If, well, I ain't gonna say we, I'm gonna say me, myself personally. I know where that road gonna take me. If I open that door, yeah. I know a basket of tricks gonna be right there. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy, man, so. But all right, man, we, we ain't gonna hold y'all no more longer, man. No more longer. <laughs> I gotta laugh at myself, boy. We ain't gonna hold y'all no longer. No more longer. Well, I done went back to back in the day. Your kids laughing at me too, bro. Right. But uh, no, nah, we just, we, again, it's, it's, hey, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. Y'all be safe out there. Um, man, love each other well. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. Don't eat too much and a happy new year. And as always, it's rebuild time.